0: In order for a pickle to officially be considered a pickle in Connecticut, it must bounce. This is Simple Joe for Saturday, June 19th, 2021. All things are weird from Connecticut. All things are weird from Connecticut, including what it takes to be a pickle. I don't know if I've ever tried to bounce a pickle or if I've ever seen a pickle bounce, but apparently in Connecticut, it's not a pickle unless it bounces. I wonder what what is considered a bounce for a pickle anyway, just a, a slight jump, I don't know. All things are weird in Connecticut. Hello, my friend, I am Joe, and welcome to Simple Joe. I am so glad that you're here. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that I'm here. I'm glad that we are here together. I have a very special guest, special in various ways, including being from Connecticut, none other none other than Connecticut, Kurt himself. Hello, Kurt.
1: <laughs> hey, Joe. I'm so <laughs> excited to be here. I, I always learn new things on your show. <laughs> I didn't know our pickles bounced, so that's... What's shaking, brother? I have to test that theory. I don't trust you. Have you heard that before? <laughs> Never heard that.
0: Yeah, I, I looked it up in three different sources. It's on the internet, so it must be All true.
1: Right. Well, I'll test that theory.
0: Listen, I, I want to see a video of your of your pickle bouncing, <laughs> of your pickle bouncing test. Man, I am so glad that you're here, brother. We've uh, we've known each other for a long time, and uh, you do a great podcast geeking on wdw and uh, you have a great community there, and I'm sure. Since Kurt's here, many of you are probably listening right now. So welcome to the show, brother. I appreciate you being here.
1: I love being here. We meet every Saturday at 7 30 in the morning. We've been doing that for several years. It's fun to have an internet friend that I can ask questions, bounce ideas to talk about life. It's we've had a, a wonderful relationship. We actually met in Disney World in person. The only one in time down in the magic kingdom when you were down there on your one of your trips to florida to the beach so yeah i'm so excited to do this i've been waiting what took you so long to invite me
0: i don't know i i i I just wanted to i guess i wanted to class up the show a little
1: bit you know i like i love listening to your show it's it's hard to stay up to date with you though i i try my best and one of the fun things i do for joe is he always asks for criticism i give it to him (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's I give it to him, Uh, but I I enjoy taking notes. And then we have fun on Saturdays and we read through the little notes that I take. As I go on my walk. I try to do my 7,000 steps. Joe shows on my pod listener app too. And I, I don't know. I keep going back to it, Joe. Well, I appreciate
0: it, brother. Your, your (laughs) kind criticism is always welcome, but uh, next time, keep it clean. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, today we're going to talk about the weather in Torrington, Connecticut. We'll talk about the top ten or top five hard rock bands. Did we decide on 10 or 5?
1: I, I I got 10. It was hard. Oh, okay. This was a tough list for me to do. So you gotta give me 10. Actually, I I I did
0: a top five. So th- uh. here's our goal with that with that list. And we'll 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 revisit this in, in a minute. But our goal with the list is Kurt and I will talk about our personal top lists, and then we're gonna to come to a consensus. As to the top five or top 10, we'll see how it shakes out, right? Okay. So we're going to talk about the top 10 hard rock bands. I came up with five, I'll be honest with you. I thought we were doing five, but that's okay. And much, much more. It is raining and thunderstorming today in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, We're going to see a high of 87 degrees today and a low of 66. Tomorrow, it's going to be beautiful for Father's Day. Talking about Father's Day... You received an uh, an awesome gift from your podcast community to celebrate Podfather Day, right? <laughs> yeah, and your community calls you the Podfather because uh, you are you're instrumental in bringing them joy and goodness and community and family, all surrounded around Disney. Tell us
1: about your Podfather gift. Mm, I was blown away, Joe. I was telling you that earlier this morning. It's it is I'm I'm in shock. Um, it's it's just amazing the positivity the the generosity of the listeners that have joined me on this podcasting journey and our and our love for Disney World. It seems to my community seems well. I guess it's a Disney World community for sure that I've learned over the years doing this podcast for seven years, and I, I learned this pretty early on how amazing they are. But they've been having this tradition the last three years for sure, of surprising me with a gift. And this time, you know, so we're putting together a what we call a Grand Geek and Gathering, the G3, for next year. It, it was kind of in an awkward position because my wife was planning an anniversary trip for June of next year. But as you know, this year was the great unpleasantness of the COVID. And mm-hmm. we had our G3 in February, but a lot of people were not able to make it, especially one of the people that is a main catalyst for this Kevin Curtis Allen, and he's coming from the Isle of Wight, the UK, and he has to come in February. There's, he has work obligations and that's the, that's the way it was. So he was coming. Everyone in my community started calling it G3. And I mean, financially it's a little tough for me to pull off two Disney world trips. And so (laughs) my wife was not a big fan of going uh, for two trips, but Talk about more generosity. Glenn Kessler offered his room to me to stay with him. So we're going to have a little guys trip for the weekend. That's going to be the the grand gathering. But anyways, they gave me this card that had 47 people sign this card. They collected money for me. And they also, Wendy Fox and Samantha Kuhn met us for lunch yesterday. I thought I was just going to a brew pub for a beautiful lunch with a day off. And they gave me this Mandalorian mug that I'm showing Joe right now, which is another a thing I had talked about on the podcast that I really, really wanted to get one of those. And then inside were two gift cards for $450 each. And my wife and I looked at each other, just jaw opening, like that adds up to $900. That's 900 dare? bucks.
0: That's 900 bucks. in Disney, Disney math, gift cards and Disney math. That's 900 bucks.
1: It's uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking I might be able to buy everybody a frozen lime margarita at the Mexican Pavilion. Almost <laughs> what fun! What fun, dude! So, yeah, I, I had to show off to Joe too. I had to send him a picture with my smiling mug in my face and, and the gift cards just to show off. I, Joe. I you like tease Joe. You
0: have a great Joe. community there, man. You, you really have a, a great community. I've participated in a couple things. Yeah. And we did a we did a show a while back on the top restaurants yeah. in Disney and um that so fun. that was that was a that was a fun show. We got on this subject because Sunday is Father's Day and we're right in the middle of weather. It's going to be it's going to be 90 degrees tomorrow and sunny here in Cincinnati, Ohio, partly sunny, low of 74, and it's sandwich Father's Day a sandwich between two nasty days. It's going to be nasty and rainy today here in Cincinnati beautiful tomorrow 90 it's 74 for a low monday thunderstorms and rain 84 and 57 for a high and low for my friends or friend in or Mm -hmm. near torrington connecticut kurt this is your weather right now 86 degrees today uh and 63 for the low it's going to be beautiful today partly sunny all day long let's let's just put it this way partly sunny saturday sunday Monday. Monday. Yeah. You've got some beautiful weather coming up. It right?
1: is. It's fantastic. We had a, a little bit of a heat wave. I like listening to your weather in Cincinnati. You're on the you're in the Midwest. I'm on the East Coast. And your weather, I get your weather a couple of days after you tell me what it's gonna be, usually. <laughs> 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 so I do find that interesting. Yeah, we get, yesterday was gorgeous. I was just out this morning walking. It's gorgeous. It's 72 here right now and sunny. Yep. So we're re- really excited about. A, a wonderful weekend i don't i don't know i'm not getting that storm till tuesday it looks like on uh, my phone here here in
0: cincinnati we sit in a in a bit of a valley and it can get really mm. humid here How? what's the yeah. humidity like up yeah. there is it typically pretty good or not
1: we you know we're in the northeast so i mean our weather's all over the place we'll, we'll we can get some of those humid days but no you're it's interesting to me that your weather is usually uh, warmer than us. I didn't realize you're actually more South than I am. So yeah, definitely. I'm a little jealous. You get warmer days than I do usually. Yeah. But it's humid, man. It can
0: get really humid here. Cause like I said, we sit in a Valley here in Cincinnati and that, and that just, that weather just lays on us. That humidity just mm. lays on us. Mm. So you got some beautiful weather coming up, man. I mean, 86 today, Love low it. of 63, 86 tomorrow, low of 67, 87 Monday, low of 68, partly sunny, all awesome, all three days, man. Enjoy, enjoy your weekend. And, uh, Happy Father's Day, dude. I know I won't talk to you tomorrow, but uh, yeah. You too. I'm. You're a you're a good dad. I know we've talked a lot about our kids. You're a good dad, dude, and just uh, happy Father's my, Day, man.
1: You know my kids spoil me for holidays, and especially Father's Day. They my my daughter I mean, they're they're a little bit embarrassing the stuff that they get me at my age, but it's kind of fun. I, I'm got a great weekend. I had a great day. Yeah, obviously, you talked about the day off I had yesterday. Today, I'm going to one of my favorite picnics. It's a neighborhood picnic, and I do karaoke. So if you see any live karaoke, I, I apologize ahead of time. But I'm going to be having a fun day at that picnic today. And then tomorrow, as far as I go see my dad and my mom and my sister. So I have a nice family day when I'm sure a couple of my kids will be there. So, yeah, I, I love it. I'm yeah. excited for it, and I uh, hope you have I know you love spending time with your family, so have sure a great do. Father's Day. Yep,
0: I've got uh, my youngest two daughters coming over tomorrow uh, to the uh, to the house, and my oldest daughter is coming over next week. My oldest daughter lives uh, a couple hours up the road, so she's coming over next weekend, spending the weekend with me and bringing mm-hmm. the grandkids, the boy and girly. I love hanging out with them yeah. as as you all uh. know. I love hanging out with those kids. We'll probably hit Kings Island and. Yeah. So beautiful day. Happy Father's Day. All you fathers out there tomorrow, I'll wish, you know, we'll do a show tomorrow too, but I just, especially since Kurt's here, wanted to uh, wish you a happy, happy Father's Day, brother. I appreciate you, pal. So today in 1623, Blase, is that Blaise? Blase Pascal, the French mathematician, physicist, and Christian philosopher was born today. Have you heard of Pascal's wager, Kurt? I don't think I have. I was trying to process that. Pascal's wager, uh, he basically developed, and it's a simple, it's a simple idea. His, he's a Christian philosopher and he said, okay, what are the, what are the, what are the risks if there is a God? If there is God, what are you risking? Well, you're, you are, you are risking eternity with, Mm -hmm. with, uh, with God. And if you kind of follow God's things or, you know, understand that. Pascal was, had a very conservative view of, of, of hell and damnation, uh, burning for eternity. I know that there's some there are some Christian philosophies out there that that don't necessarily believe that. But his idea was: what do you risk if there is a god? What do you risk if there's not a god? If you risk that there is a god, and there's not a god, okay, well you've lived a pretty good life, right? You've yeah, striven- I've had that
1: thought on my own.
0: Yeah, you you, you strived for f- to to. Yeah. to live a good life, a good Christian life, a good, uh, 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 uh you know, seeking the, the good things in life. So if, right. if, if, if you believe in God and there's not a God, what's happened, exactly. you've lived a good I've, life, right? But I've had that same thought, <laughs> but if you don't believe a God and there is a God, well, okay. There's some, you've got some <laughs> issues when it comes to eternity, right? Uh, yeah. So that's I, Pascal's wager. All right, that's Pascal's wager.
1: I, I thought I thought of that on my
0: own. No, nope, you're not I, that smart. And you mean
1: I? I haven't had all the original <laughs> thoughts, huh? Also, in
0: 1834, Charles Spurgeon was born today. Charles Spurgeon is a was a English preacher and evangelist. He died in 1892. 1897, Mo Howard was born today. Mo <laughs> Howard, do you know who Mo Howard is?
1: Well, I, I didn't know the first two but I am a big fan of Mo Howard and I was starting to wonder if you had anybody that interesting that I really appreciate. And Mo is one of the three stooges and I'm I'm a big fan of crazy comedy
0: like that. Yep. He was born in 1897, died in 1975. Classic comedy stuff, the three stooges. I mean, just, just middle school, 14 year old (laughs) comedy that, that all of us love. Go back and watch the three stooges, man. They're Absolutely hilarious. You'll you'll like this one. Nineteen oh three, born in nineteen oh three today, Lou Gehrig.
1: Oh yeah, another yeah. good. Yeah. Another big yeah, I remember as a kid reading books and I was I was a baseball fan and a specifically a Yankee fan and very mesmerized by Lou Gehrig's story, of course, with his his horrible disease and the way he ALS, died yeah. ALS and the speech that he gave at Yankee Stadium. So as a kid, I was a I was a big fan, or he was a hero of mine. I would say, and his dedication to to the game and to never miss a game for he had that record for so long, right? Who broke that record? It was
0: um, Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken from the Orioles, right? Yep. Yeah. Cal Ripken from the Orioles, the Iron Man they called. Yeah. Lou Gehrig, definitely, definitely. I can tell you right now, as I as I look at the time and I and I look at how much we have to cover, this is going to be a long show. So. Uh, get comfortable, mm-hmm. listeners. Buckle your seat and uh, seatbelt, and we're, we're we'll uh we're in for it today. Lou Gehrig. That what's that movie? Um, with Gary Cooper, where Gary Cooper plays Lou Gehrig. I want to say it's a Lou Gehrig story. Is it? I thought it was the like a different name, but you mm-hmm. cannot watch the end of that movie where he gives that speech. Today, I'm I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Right. Uh, you cannot watch that scene, and I don't care how tough you are and not have a tug at your heart, man. So to those Lou Gehrig, fan, Lou Gehrig fans out there, including myself, I know you're a Yankees fan. Lou Gehrig was born today in 1903 In 1947. Salman Rushdie was born. Salman Rushdie was, he was, uh, famous for his book, satanic verses. He was, I think in that book, he was critical of the Muslim faith, uh, of Islam. And, uh, yeah, he he had a kind of a bounty out for him. The the Islam put a whoever however that works. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but there was he was he concerned he was concerned for his life. So no. this is this is a couple. This is interesting. Ann Wilson uh, oh, who was of, born today, one of my favorites. I, I don't yeah. have her. I don't have her date here. I'm sorry. I don't have her date, but I think she's like 71 years old today oh. or something like that. Can oh. you believe that? Ugh. Yeah, no. Ann Wilson, you know. one of the great voices of rock yeah. and roll.
1: Yeah. We're going to talk rock and roll and that heart was a, a big, I was a big fan of them in my in listening to my little stereo in my parents' house back in the day, as you would say, back in the day. And I saw heart at the Yale bowl with little river band and Eagles was the, was in, and we were, we were young too. I want to say our parents dropped us off. We were like 13, 14 years old. And then just recently a, a band that I really love, uh, from you're going to hear this one of these bands as my top well one of my top bands but uh this band called government mule played and ann wilson sat in with them and sang here in connecticut no and kidding. they were in new, in new haven funny enough too just recently one the of bands. the bands get back on the road
0: one of the one of the great voices uh of wilson, oh my gosh ann wilson one of the most powerful voices you'll yeah. hear she was a- heart was definitely on my consideration list uh for really? that and oh yeah yeah oh uh because of because of her voice and the the impact of, but i you know i i came at this list of interesting if you if you if you don't know heart their heart is a is a band with uh, first of all if you don't know heart what what rock have you just crawled up, up from underneath <laughs> uh, but uh, Anne was uh the main lead singer i know her her sister i can't remember the sister's name uh um, nancy nancy yeah nancy wilson uh, did she sung some songs but she was Anne was the powerhouse singer mm-hmm. in that band i mean just one of the one of the great rock voices uh, of our time really
1: so yeah, ann my, wilson my, was
0: born in well oh, joe
1: my my daughter and i were going for a ride and i was playing some songs and a song from heart came on but that was nancy singing she has a beautiful voice too yeah these dreams i think these dreams yes, that was the one yeah these that, dreams nancy sang and
0: that's probably their top song but you, you don't you don't get much better than barracuda as far as i'm concerned oh <laughs> i know
1: <laughs> well Well, and then i wanted to say too they the set that i was talking about they did led zeppelin and i just remember seeing the kennedy center honors they honored led zeppelin and and will and nancy wilson did led zeppelin so let's not let's not water drop too much of our of of our our hard
0: rock talk because i know you're going to want to talk about this one kurt and uh interest it it, this is just interesting that today is his birthday born today in 1960 simon wright the drummer from ACDC.
1: <laughs> yep. I thought I was going to say the ba- bass player. <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't know who that is.
0: Yes, we would. Yes, we would.
1: Um That's funny. I didn't know the drummer from AC D C. Yeah,
0: he um uh the we we talk about the bass player. If if you've ever if you've listened to my show, every once in a while I'll throw in a bass player. Uh because nobody knows who the bass player is, right? In in a band.
1: Uh although sometimes when you say it, I know who the bass player is. Of
0: course you do. <laughs> So Simon, Simon Wright was born today in 1960. Also in 1962, Paula Abdul was born today. 1964, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson is the conservative British politician. Shout out to Kevin Curtis Allen, a listener of both of ours over there in the Isle of White. Uh I'll have, I'm going to have Kevin Curtis Allen on the show uh, here in the next week or so, a couple weeks, if we can, if we can. <laughs> if we can arrange our schedule, he has started his own Disney podcast, which is pretty good, but I, he has corrected me. He, he is correcting me on some facts that I give that I gave <laughs> on his, on his particular city. So yeah. I want him to come on and, and correct me. But
1: anyway, but you take the pressure off of me. He's always yeah. criticizing my, yeah, he's, a,
0: he's an interesting guy. He's an interesting <laughs> he's guy. He, he, is, he is fun. Uh, 1964, Boris Johnson was born today. 1970, Brian Welch was born today. Many of you don't know who Brian Welch is. Brian Welch was the guitarist. Is or was? I'm not sure. I think they're still together for a band called Corn. Uh, they're not. They're not. I wouldn't call them hard rock, but they're definitely hard. I wouldn't call them necessarily heavy metal. I don't know what 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 to put what category to put corn in. But the reason Brian Welch is interesting is he lived this hard rock lifestyle for years, and then he became a Christian, and he didn't change the way he looked. He didn't necessarily change the way he acted. He just he was still himself. Now he changed a lot of his habits. Okay, but and he is he is rock solid on-fire-for-God kind of Christian guy, Brian Welch. And when you look at this guy, he is not your stereotypical Christian look. Uh, But yeah, Brian Welch was born today in 1970. And in 1978, Zoe Saldana was born today. She is the actress from Avatar and Pirates of the Caribbean and so forth. Yeah, she was born today in 1978. Wow. Today is Juneteenth Day, historically known as Emancipation Day, commemorating the day African Americans first heard about the end of slavery 155 years ago today. Uh, after it was announced by Union Army General Gordon Granger, proclaiming freedom for the slaves in Texas. So, happy Juneteenth Day! If this is something that you celebrate, if uh, if you're not celebrating, it's at least something that you should you should think about and uh, and appreciate. Uh, after surviving today, also after surviving an 83-day filibuster in the United States Senate, the Civil Rights Act was passed by Congress, outlawing all segregation on the basis of race today in 1964. Uh, this 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 kind of stuff just blows me away because to me, now, I, I wasn't born in 1964, but it's still recent history that we were still, uh, segregation was still a thing as recent as, as 1964, just kind of. I don't know. I'm glad we are moving. We have moved away from that. And there's some debate how far we've moved and how much work is left to be done. And we're not going to do that here. But to think that as recent as 1964, segregation was still a thing. I'm glad
1: you're saying it's recent because I was born in 1964.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're old. (laughs) Um, This is recent. You're old.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Today. Also,
0: the first official baseball game was played. Do you know where? connecticut
1: kurt Ooh, i probably should know that i've been to the baseball hall of fame abner doubleday i want to say new york yep
0: yep the new york nines defeated the new york knickerbockers 23 to 1 in hoboken actually excuse me hoboken new, new jersey oh new jersey yep, okay in 18 i was close in 1846 and on this day in 1978 garfield garfield the cat first appeared as a comic strip Wow oh, cute Today is National Watch Day. Did you know that, Kurt? Today is National Watch Day.
1: I never know your national days.
0: Yeah, some of them are, some of them are pretty weird. <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> some of them are bizarre. Well, I'm wearing my watch, so I guess I'm commemorating it. I didn't wear a watch for the longest time I, because I had my cell phone. But then I got a smart watch, and yeah. that tracks your steps and your exercise and all that good stuff. And it's connected to your phone, so it tells you when your phone's ringing and when you got a text and yeah. so forth. And So I started wearing a watch again uh, probably three years or so ago, but for the longest time I didn't wear a watch. Now I feel kind of naked, naked without it. The watch was invented in 1868, not necessarily today in 1868, but in 1868. But if you wear a watch, if you like watches, if you've seen a watch, go out there and celebrate national watch day. Today is national watch day. So here we go. Connecticut Kurt. Here we go with our top 10 rock bands. Now, like I said, I, I had a methodology. I kind of set some rules for, for this. I don't know if you did. Let's talk about how you came to your list first. And I'll talk about how I came to my list. And mm. I only right. did a top five and I'm looking through our text exchange and I could have swore that we talked about just doing top five, but
1: you want to do five. I, I will know. try.
0: If you did 10, I will try to fill in the, the, the last right. five and just see how it goes. All right, let's do it. Yeah. But let's do we'll that. Just, we'll just do it How did you, so how, Don't don't share your list yet, but how did you come to your list? Did you set any rules or
1: I don't edit? Got all choked up. I don't edit, you know that, right? I know you don't. I just got all choked up. (laughs) Yeah. I well, of course I'm thinking of, of bands that I've always listened to a lot. One of the things I've been doing recently is collecting vinyl records. And I've been enjoying this hobby. So I was thinking, well. If I haven't bought something from this artist, I have a lot. I have. There's a. This was a hard list to do. So one of the things I was thinking. Well, have I at least bought something on vinyl? If I haven't, or been given something on vinyl, then it shouldn't be on my list. So every one of these artists, that I look through. Yes, I have. And some of them I'm collecting because I kind of want to go deep in there. You know, we're from the album rock generation, so I wanted to you know collect and listen to more deeper cuts from these artists. And I, that is absolutely true of everyone on my list. And then there's, there's some that are definitely more of like right now, what, what, what am I listening to right now? That's on my list. Do, do they appear? I know maybe Joe and I will get into this. Do that. Like if you went to a record store, would they be in the rock section? <laughs> Cause mm-hmm. I, I have one, I have a couple that. I wasn't too sure they were really rock bands or artists, but I'm, I'm putting them on my top 10 list. Cause they're in that section. So that's about where I did. Gotcha. I uh, that that's a really
0: interesting way of looking at it. I that do they appear in the rock section at a at a at a record store, and mm-hmm. do you care enough about the band to actually have bought bought music yeah. from the band like an album? Now, if you're yeah. if you're committed to that band, if you've bought an album, so right, I, I those weren't mine, but I I certainly appreciate and understand why you use those. Here's here's what, and I think we talked about this first one. They were my, here, here were kind of my rules and what I set for this. They were prevalent in the seventies, eighties and nineties or nineties. Uh, meaning that I've had a chance to listen to them. Now I'm sure there's some great rock bands and some, and I, and I used, and I used hard rock. This is not just rock, but hard rock, uh, because you can get into some stuff that can be considered rock and roll or rock that wouldn't be considered hard rock. And I think we did say hard rock would be the would be the genre that we're choosing here but there, i'm sure there's some great hard rock bands from the 2000s but i i wouldn't have had a chance to listen to them or follow them or anything like that so i chose 70s 80s or 90s and typically right, yeah. it's typically Not in early there. 90s uh also there was none or no or very very limited use of synthesizers your, it has to be your, your, your traditional rock oh, band, guitar, okay. rhythm, guitar, bass, drum, and lead, lead vocals. Maybe some, maybe some other percussion to kind of complementary percussion, but no, or very limited use of synthesizers. Uh, they had to have some mainstream success. Uh, you know, we can, I bet we can find a garage band somewhere. That's great. Okay. But they, okay. They've had to had some main head to head they had to have some mainstream success. Okay. They also had to have staying power, which means that, okay, they, they, there's somebody that that we would recognize. There's somebody that, that hung around for a while. I like that. Yeah. They also had influence on the genre. They had to have some kind of influence, some kind of, you could look back and say, yeah, that all mine do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they were consistently hard rock. They, they, they were true to the genre. They've been consistently hard rock all the time uh they didn't come up they didn't come with some kind of weird country they didn't decide to go country for a couple couple years or something like that (laughs) disco yeah disco (laughs) which which actually eliminated one of the one of the bands uh it might surprise you yeah uh and kind of the experimental stuff that they did so they had to be consistently hard rock true truth of the genre and i eliminated single artists these are groups People like Alice Cooper, Billy Idol, Jimi Hendrix, Ted Nugent, okay. Sammy Hagar. Okay. I eliminated single artists because part of, the, part of the idea behind being a rock band is that chemistry, right? And these people have all had, they were the main people, uh, the single artists, but they've had different band members throughout the years.
1: And well, I've got some single band artists, but they have been backed up by a very well known band. So I'm gonna, I guess I'll have to point that out too. Yeah, well, I wasn't so tough on hard rock because we, I don't know if you remember, but we were, uh, we first first said hard rock, and then you said I could be more liberal with my hardness. And (laughs) if there's anything that you are, it's liberal. Um, (laughs) Exactly.
0: So I eliminated single artists. And I also said they're clearly not pop music and they could never be considered pop music. Like, um yeah i I can't think of any examples but you would know if i would say and i also eliminated hair bands like glam rock those guys um these had to be kind of hard rock no doubt about it hard rock bands so that was my wow yeah a lot of criteria that was my criteria well if you remember my if you remember i'm when it comes to these lists sometimes i can get pretty (laughs) pretty detailed in understanding what they are uh So I, I also, here, here were my considerations. Did you have like a list of, of bands that you considered and kind of whittled them down
1: Kurt? Uh, I got to the, in my head, I've been working on this for several weeks. So I kind of had it. Yeah. I, I guess through last week's, but I kind of worked on this early this morning and I had it pretty much down and I was looking at my album collection just to make sure I got it pretty, pretty dialed in.
0: Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna list my considerations. Now these are in alphabetical orders, not to give it. So I'm not giving away what my actual t- and I like I said I only had a top five. So I'm it, it's going to be off the cuff when I when we do ten through six. All right. But here were my considerations: ACDC, Aerosmith, Black, Black Sabbath slash Ozzy Osbourne, Foreigner, Guns N' Roses, Heart, Iron Maiden. Judas Priest, Led Zeppelin, Leonard Skinner, Nirvana, Queen, Rush, Striper, which is a Christian hard rock band? Styx, The Who, Van Halen and Kiss. Those were all of my considerations when I when I wrote down the bands that I would consider, yeah, that I would consider hard
1: rock and met my criteria. Those were my considerations. All right? And I would say I'm a big fan of most of those choices and I but I don't know that any any of them are on my list. No kidding, one of them has to be on your list. One, one. of them
0: has to be on your list. One of them is because I know that because I know two that. of them are. Okay. I would say two of those are on my list. Okay, so let's. I, I'm going to I'm going to ask you for number ten, and I'll try to figure out my number yeah. ten uh, as we go. So, what is Connecticut yeah. Kurtz number ten of the top ten hard rock bands?
1: So one of the things as I was going through this, I did want to try to give some variety to it because I do like variety in my music. I I like to listen to a lot of different things. And I was thinking of my current set list playlist that I have on my Spotify includes a lot of relaxing kind of music, I would say, or fun music, happy music. I know Joe has talked about that Mm -hmm. too. I like, I like the beachy kind of stuff. So I'll just throw out an honorable mention. First off, that got kicked off cause I forgot, I almost forgot one. And then this, I'll tell you what band, when I get to it, kicked them out, but I put the beach boys at a number 11. I've always been a big fan of that happy, fun beach boys music. And especially this time of year, summer's coming. So I'm, I'm I really want to get that pet sounds album, talk about vinyl, but number 10, I'm going to say is Jimmy Buffett. And I listen to him a lot. I'm going deep into his uh, records, trying to collect his records. I love his (laughs) community or the parrot heads. You know, he's got the coral reefer band. So I guess he's had the same kind of band actually back in the, as if I was following Joe's list, but I love the island music of Jimmy Buffett. It brings me happiness.
0: This is so funny, Kurt. And here we go. Yeah. <laughs> because, <clears throat> first of all, Jimmy Buffett. Now, I don't know if he has done this with every CD he's gone to. But Jimmy Buffett many times referred to Cincinnati as, as Margaritaville. Uh, and, wow. and or Parrot Town or something like that. Because we would sell out five, yeah. six shows in a row here in like two or three hours. Huge. I mean, he, he played at a place called River Band uh riverbend uh it's a kind of an outside amphitheater yeah and uh first of all i'm not even sure i would consider much much less rock, hard rock i would not cons- i'm not sure i would consider jimmy buffett rock
1: i know uh, i hey i knew that was on the edge but because i said okay that's why my criteria said he was in the rock section yeah i i, I don't
0: <laughs> know and and uh, here we go you ready yeah jimmy buffett other than one other guy which I'm. he might be on your list now that i know that you put jimmy buffett on your list jimmy buffett i've not i've never been a fan of jimmy buffett overrated <laughs> as the day is long but i can understand the fun music i get all of that and i appreciate fun music but i've just to me just overrated oh uh, and, and he a falls controversial in, one for and you. he falls into that country th- kind of feel yes. too and i'm absolutely this is rock dude so I can tell you if, if we're already at number 10 and you've, and you've put Jimmy Buffett in there, you and I are going to have a real problem, <laughs> but I'll Okay. Jimmy Buffett. I think my 10. first
1: couple are going to give you a hard time, but I, so, uh, they are artists that I listen to a lot. Let me
0: figure out what my number 10 would be. And I'm going to have to do this. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll do it quickly because I don't edit and I, and I, and I, I want to respect time here. Well, that would be true. Uh, I would put, uh, number 10,
2: would be
1: Foreigner. That really surprised me when you had that in your list of considerations. I, that is, when I started record, or, uh, picking up some albums, vinyl, I wanted to pick, I was a big fan of Foreigner. I saw them in concert too years ago and I was a big fan of Foreigner too. So I, I didn't realize you put them in a hard rock category even though.
0: Yeah, um, they're they're. And if this is off the cuff, I could probably think of more that would. I, I, I was I was leaning towards Judas Priest.
1: Uh, I'm surprised that Foreigner on your list. Yeah, but I'm a big fan of Foreigner too. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have. They're easy to collect their albums. So they're not too expensive to get.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so that would be. I would. I would say that would be my number. That would be my number. My number
1: ten. I'm going to try. I I love their albums. I I used to listen to their albums quite a bit. So I'm a big fan. Good one. All right. Yeah. Number Number nine nine. for me. Now, this one, I know he's got, he's eclectic. He's got a lot of different genres that he plays in. But Van Morrison. And uh, again, I had to stretch because he's in the rock category. Yeah. But I like. A lot, he has a lot of different variety to his music. I don't know what it is. I've just been, I think, I think I look for some kind of different things in music just to keep my interest. And Van Morrison has been one of those people I've collected his material a lot and go deep in his catalog. So I had to get him on the list just because he's in the rock category. But yeah, Van Morrison,
0: I'm not sure. Van Morrison's good.
1: But I only know one Van
0: Morrison song, really one Van Morrison song. I, I probably know huh. more, but don't know it's Van Morrison. And that's Brown Eyed Girl.
1: You know, what's funny is I, is I, we're both, you know, like you said, like 70s, 80s music. And I used to buy a lot of stuff when I was a kid. I'm, st- I'm still finding stuff from that era that I haven't never listened to and I want to dig into. So I know even you give me interest in some bands that I want to dig into. So yeah, Van Morrison, I don't know, quite a few years ago, I got into Van Morrison. So you're at, we're
0: at number nine. Let me, let me try to pull together a number nine, uh, for me, uh, I would say my number nine. Okay. Let me look at, let me think about my criteria here. Staying power. Yep. Oh, nope. Nope. They, they, I was going to say sticks. Okay. For number nine, but you got the whole Mr. Roboto era that just screwed them up, man. Screwing them up
1: uh gosh they had a riff in their band because yeah. well tommy shaw wanted to be rock one of the great the rockers time. of our time i mean the renegade right? is is one of the great rock yeah. songs i have heard i love it and he said really renegade, broke yeah. up because the, the riff you're having is the same reason they kind of they're like what is this stuff what's the the keyboard player and singer he was always doing more romantic ballads and stuff
0: so here's my number nine since i'm eliminating stick sticks Number nine would be
1: The Who. All right. I love the. Uh, see, uh, there, you know, I'm not going to have a big argument, I don't think, with any of your lists because, again, I like, uh, I had a guy in college that was just crazy about The Who. <laughs> it was almost <laughs> insane. Well, there is one. He almost undeniable. burnt me off on The Who.
0: And, and you've got a few songs that that are undeniably rock songs oh, yeah, by The Who sure. that, that you
2: will um let us I think about I think
0: about uh Black Dog, I think about the song Rock and Roll, and I think about of course Stairway to Heaven. Maybe the maybe the greatest rock song ever, Stairway to Heaven. Maybe right. the greatest. Because it's got such a wide, it's got it's got kind of a there's a part, there's there's parts of Stairway to Heaven that are have a ballot feel right. to them, parts that are just rocking out. And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of indicative of that long mm-hmm. 70s drawn out epic song in mm-hmm. Stairway to Heaven. So uh, who may, I, who may have, I should probably put who higher, but let's, let's put number nine at,
1: at the who they have some epic songs yeah. that are just so awesome for yep. sure. Yep. All right. Uh, so after this one, I promise they'll get, you might be in more agreement, but we will I- see. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I had to get this guy on and he does have the whalers. So Bob Marley is a, a big, is on my playlist heavy. And I love going deep into his catalog. So Bob Marley, I learned about, I didn't know anything about reggae until I went on my honeymoon. That's the point, Kurt Jamaica. That's the point. Here's the problem. I, and, and I love you, brother.
0: I do, but not in a weird way. The, 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 the it's, it's reggae. Reggae is not rock. You'll find him in the rock section, though. Okay, that's fine. I love Bob Marley. What's yeah. that Little Bird song?
1: Three Little Birds. Three Little
0: Birds. That Maybe yeah. the other than, other than Farrell's Happy, maybe, and Garth Brooks uh, wrapped up in you, maybe the happiest song I've ever heard in my life. I mean, just, oh, yeah, they it, it is yeah.
1: just, you cannot listen to Three Little Birds and not smile. There's, he's got so many in his catalog. It's so sad that we lost. I think you, you mentioned it. Actually, that was one of those corrections I did for you. <laughs> yes, yes. I forget what you said. Well, I, knew that he I said died. he died.
0: I, died I, I thought he died from a drug overdose. <laughs> That's what I want. But no. He, he
1: died of cancer. I yeah, know, really. I'm sorry. Strange. Because uh, I saw one of his documentaries. Well, I came home from my, my uh, honeymoon, and I bought the legend. CD and every song is just epic. And then I, I bought the box set on CD and he went deeper into his catalog and really every single song. I like his whole catalog up and down the line. It's just, yeah. What an artist in under, I don't know, he's not underappreciated, but he's amazing. So I ha- I'm sorry, Joe, I, I know you'd argue me whether he's rock or not, but he's a great, he, you can't deny he influenced many people oh. even rock artist unbelievable influence influence right and
0: and he influenced rock there's no doubt about that you can thank you you can hear his you can hear his influence um yeah a lot of bands were throwing reggae into their music the british especially yeah absolutely absolutely right so there we go so we are at that was your number eight so let me figure out my number my number eight my number eight would probably be mm,
2: Mm. I, I would have
0: to put, again, this is off the cuff, Aerosmith
1: at number That's eight. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, when I was looking at my hard rock bands, Aerosmith, I had to, if, if my Disney listeners were listening to, because they got their own ride at Disney World, <laughs> the rock and roller coaster.
0: I, I, may put, I may put the who over Aerosmith. Uh, the reason Aerosmith didn't make my top five is I think they, I, I think they, they were true to the hard rock genre. Uh, they, I think they've always been true to the hard rock genre. But they almost, because of, because of Steven Tyler's flamboyance, mm. they almost kind of made it into that glam rock kind of thing. Pop, uh, too. And pop, you know, so they were almost there. But I, I think they're definitely hard rock. And I would, and I would put that in about a solid number eight, maybe number nine. I tell you I might want to I might want to bring the who up above them but again I didn't yeah. do a top 10 I did a top 5
1: I, I tell you there's I love live bands and there's some songs that if you see Aerosmith do Dream On live mm. that is just epic I mean they're ending show with some of those songs and Dream On is one of my favorite I'll sing that in the car any day right. loud and strong Yep and sound absolutely horrible but who cares definitely
0: definitely good band good Love band it. they steven tyler did a did a uh, a bit in in my second i would say my second favorite christmas movie uh called polar express you've heard of polar express the christmas yeah. movie well yeah. he plays an elf an animated oh. elf in polar express and he sing they sing a song at the end of the movie so uh yeah interesting and and plus they did that thing with run dmc do you remember that
1: uh, walk this way i was not a fan of I don't think I've ever been I've never I've never gotten rap, but I'll 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 say okay. That that came out pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was <laughs> the video was really cool. That was good. That was good. Um number seven. So yeah, we're at number seven. All right. I think you're gonna start to like my answers a little bit more. I'm putting rush at number seven. And mm, rush is on I'm, my list, on my consideration I, list. I know I had it on, I had a, the, the largest poster you possibly could buy is like almost my whole wall in my bedroom was rush. I didn't have a lot of their albums. I had a live, uh, it wasn't one of the live albums I had. So I, I was a little sad thinking back on it that I didn't dig deeper into the catalog, but that live album I played over and over again, always love them on the radio. I, I love that. They had a fan base that just loved them and the critics hated them. (laughs) Yep. And I saw the documentary fairly recently on Netflix. That's fantastic. And I think they're so down to earth and they love their fans. They'll meet with their fans. And I'm a big appreciation of the band Rush. And I just recently bought a couple of their vinyl. So I'm going deeper and listening to the old vinyl, which is a great band to buy on vinyl. I just got 2112 and i'm forgetting the name of the other one the other most famous album of theirs with uh tom sawyer on it and so forth so yeah rush, three, three guys and my my daughter goes there's only three people in that band that so was yeah. my point exactly kurt <laughs>
0: when when i first heard rush i thought this is a huge band with you know several levels of production in their music and they they do but First of all, they're fantastic live. Rush is fantastic live. Yeah. Um and a great uh, just a great show. They they changed, they, they really changed um they changed theatrics. Mm. They they were they were real groundbreakers when it comes to uh live theatrics and their laser show and stuff like that. Uh but Getty Lee is fantastic, but there is are arguably, Neil Neil Peart Neil Peart is arguably the best drummer of our time. Mm,
1: yeah, no yeah. argument there. Yeah, yeah. my Rush son, is- my youngest son, I was, yeah, he really he played drums and really appreciate Neil Peart. I think yep. is really yeah, it's just great music musicians. Rush yeah. is a
0: solid number seven. Yeah, thank, thank it, you, pal. Yeah, solid number seven. In fact, it's it's interesting because I, I wrapped up my top six here. I put number seven at Judas Priest. All right. Um. So here's the thing about about Judas Priest. They they all they they stayed true. And my it, it, in the same way that you could argue is Judas Priest really hard rock. Uh, I I think I can make a I can make a better argument because a lot of people would say they're heavy metal. That there's a difference heavy metal and hard rock. You're going to see heavy metal in in my stuff here. And I, I guess I I guess if I'm going to grant you some grace and let you have Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett, and the on your list, um you got to give me some heavy metal,
1: okay? Oh, and, I think so. I mean, that's hard rock. Uh, you're being hard on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Judas
0: Priest, the 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 power of Rob Halford's voice is undeniable. One of the great rock voices of our time. There's there's really three. I'm not going to tell you. Well, mm, two of I'll tell you two of my three great rock voices, uh, and these would all be probably heavy metal. Is uh, Rob Halford, I'm going to name four. I'm going to give you my three. Rob Halford, Ronnie James Dio, which is kind of the, almost the the godfather of, of heavy metal. Um, Ronnie James Dio, Michael Sweet from Striper. Mm. Amazing voice, still today, amazing voice. And I'm not going to tell you who my number one voice is, because that would give away something there's more in there yeah there's the, the, to me that the the my the, the anyway let, let's move on because i don't want to give away too much
1: you know i saw that I, I think i've told you this story i saw judas priest tour for the very first time in america tour but they were playing they were the backup band first band for kiss at the springfield civic yep, center so i, I, I saw judas priest that. back yeah. when i was a kid yeah, I didn't know who they were. I don't know them that deeply. So there's another band. There's a band there that if you told me an album to go check out, I would definitely try that. If, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll. Um, their classic eighty stuff. Their classic eighty stuff would be would be a good. But just the- I would give them a try. You know what's really interesting? My the store I just recently discovered in my town that sells vinyl. And he, the guy who owns the store, told me heavy metal, and yeah, really heavy heavy stuff is tops in his customer list. Like I can see that. I didn't realize that. Very interesting. I can see. All right. That. Definitely. And my that's next that. band is top on that list too. We're at number, number six, six. Number six, ACDC. Huge ACDC fan. I, I just am recently shocked, Kirk. Really? You didn't I, know that?
0: I thought, I am shocked because I know you're a huge ACDC fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm shocked that they're not higher.
1: Yeah, that was a, actually, that's, that's fair. It's, it's tough. Uh, uh I told you this list was hard. <laughs> I had to give consideration because I, I think I play the other ones on my list probably have played more, so I just bought back in black so if i I didn't have an a c d c album, but they are heavy on my that same playlist that playlist that I have is all over the place <laughs> Here's the thing about a c d
0: c is um and we're we're coming to a point where we're we're starting to match up but uh a c d c who was the original lead singer for acdc i just had him in my mind um the original bon scott okay bon scott had a style and a voice okay and when bon scott died everybody thought acdc was done because the although although the young brothers were the driving force behind acdc bon scott was kind of the 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 face of acdc Mm. well i don't know the face i mean you got that you got what's his name with the scott brothers uh i'm not the the young brothers uh one of them just died malcolm died a few years back um and and he died of alzheimer's disease interesting or or dementia something like that dementia yes and uh agnes uh agnes uh has that I, I would have to say Agnes is definitely the 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 face of ACDC. I take that back, but in any event, uh, they made that transition to Brian Johnson seamlessly. And Black and Black, wow. Back and Black, is their best selling album. Yeah, by far, yeah, it's was like the about, fifth. It's like the fifth best selling album of all time. Something like it's
1: that. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's and I've actually had a hard time trying to decide which albums to buy from ACDC in terms of my vinyl collection. Obviously, Back and Black, but. I'm more of, I do like more of their hits, I would say. So I would, I would go down. There's a lot of songs that I like that are, and I've always played their kind of hit songs. So I haven't really gone deep in their catalog. Although, oh my gosh, I'm a, I actually like their latest one. I've got that on my playlist and oh my gosh, I'm, I'm blanking out, but there's a fairly recent album that I I play a lot and I would get that on vinyl if I could, but yeah, I, I'd really and, then, and the funny thing, we've said this before, every song is very, similar. There's, they have not veered from the formula. And, at and I'm all. okay with that.
0: That's their big criticism. Oh, they, every song sounds the same. Well, you know what? You, you do a podcast called geeking on WDW. Yeah. And pretty much every episode is, is you talking to a, uh, uh, you talking to somebody that has visited Disney, uh, uh kind of a trip report or something like that. And you talk about Disney. So, somebody could say, wow, that, that, the Geeking on WDW podcast is, is pretty good. But all they do is talk about Disney. Uh, yeah. <laughs> duh. That's the formula, right? And it works. You've got thousands of listeners because it yeah. works.
1: The other, <laughs> and, I had to look it up. But the other it. record is called Stiff Upper Lip. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Pretty much every song on that, I really like. That's pretty, you were talking about longevity. I mean, they've just come out with another album this year. And, you know, it's pretty incredible to keep a band together. And yeah, that's pretty awesome. They still putting out that hard charge. I'm mean, at their age, a hard, hard rock hasn't stopped.
0: I think Axel Rose didn't Axel Rose sing with them it while, did. while Brian Johnson was getting some throat surgery or something. Yeah. He had like some that? vocal problems.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So that was your number six, right? Yeah. Yeah. My number six, and we've already talked about them, so we don't have to spend any more time on them. My number six was rush. Um, All right. I think they clearly an influencer influential band uh i think that uh i i i'm not sure but i, I think they had they 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 used synthesizers pretty heavily didn't yes. they? yeah well, So
1: there was a little bit there there was a little bit of a riff in the band because of that yeah but and yes, so that that's why lead. they
0: that's why they they didn't make my top five but if i if i put everything <laughs> else on there if i put everything else on there they you're, they you're tough yeah, they were, um, they're definitely a solid number six. So
1: here uh, we are, top five. This is, and this is. now we're into your sweet spot. Yep. Well, this was a artist and band that I had to have on my list, although I've lost favor with him over the last few years. And I'm a big fan of his older material, his concerts, and Joe hates him. I'm not going to Bruce- let you even say the name. Bruce Springsteen, the East Street Band. <laughs> I love all of his older (laughs) material. I know his albums. I know his songs inside and out. He had to make my top five. I will say one good thing about Bruce
0: Springsteen is apparently, and I've never been to a show. Somebody once tried to pay me a hundred dollars to go and I wouldn't go. (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, Never been to a show, but I hear that he puts on an epic concert
1: long that is part of it yeah, for sure, I mean someone who puts on three a three and a half hour show and is just drained, you're drained walking out of the show, you're exhausted, you've been singing and dancing with you know in case if you're in giant stadium, eighty thousand people, yeah, that has an impression on, yeah, you for sure, and then if you know every song, you're singing along, and he puts every that's i mean the, the whole blue collar. You know, and a lot of great lyrics, just an amazing songwriter who's wrote songs for lots of other people that have been successful. Blinded by the light. Yeah. There's just, yeah, I I have a record. I have a record. It's called cover me and it's covers. Well, songs that he wrote that other people did and I really like it. And so, yeah, I'm, I got to put him in there and I, I don't really like go out and buy everything new that he sends out there, but I have huge respect for for bruce and what he's accomplished and yeah i guess he would fall into he kind of fell into that pop a little bit which kind of the our hardcore listeners who knew him in the beginning were not that pleased with that either so but so he didn't he would not have made my list for many reasons
0: number one he's way overrated uh (laughs) number number two um yeah. Number two, he's a, he's, he's a solo artist. So, but I guess there's been some, the e some consistently band. with the e street band. So I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, he, he went pop and he went pop pretty hard. So I, I, I would not have, it, it, did I tell you he's way overrated. <laughs> so number five, oh, well, you
1: repeat yourself a lot. Yes, yeah, so I, I do.
0: I do. I do. I do. Uh, number five for
1: me, guns and roses. Hmm yeah I've, i'm i'm a big i've been listening to appetite for destruction a lot great you know that, great album that album is i forgot how great it was every song is strong although i'm not a fan of the way axel rose treated his fan base by not showing up to concerts he's a jerk <laughs> that's unexcusable yeah so he was but
0: it's it's interesting L- let's talk about guns and roses for just a second and I won't spend a lot of time with them, but one of the great voices ranges uh, in rock and roll, Axl Rose slash arguably one of the, one of the great guitar players of our time. Uh, they have a great stage presence when Axl Rose showed up <laughs> uh, and, and the, the big thing for me is Axe guns and roses pulled hard rock into the nineties. Yeah. They pulled hard rock into the nineties and, and kickstarted that genre for a whole generation, a whole new generation. And I, I just appreciate what they did there. You Axel broke one Rose, of your rules though.
1: What's that? You broke one of your rules. What was that? They have no staying power. They quit way too early. Yeah. But hold on. You can't
0: <laughs> let's think about this for a second. Cause of the, they have cause as much Axel Rose is an idiot. Yeah. That's Axel why. Rose is an idiot. They quit. They're no longer doing their thing, but you can, you can listen, listen to a Guns N' Roses song right now on the radio, yeah. and they, they'll oh, no. appear consistently. And young people, today's generation knows Guns N' Roses. They know Guns N' Roses. They know the band.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so sad to me because they had such a great formula there. Like oh, gosh, it was fantastic. That's I mean, you, a- can't
0: go to, you can't go to a sports event and not hear a Guns N' Roses song.
1: Well, they could have done some amazing music if they could keep it together. Yep. Axel
0: Rose, y- you talk about how he would, he, sometimes he would just ditch concerts and not show up. Yeah. But also, he was the type of guy that when he, he could show up five minutes before the show, no, <laughs> no practice, Right. no rehearsal, National no warm-up, and just yeah. jump right in and put on a, a crazy good show. I I'm a, I'm a fan of Guns N' Roses. So Guns N' Roses is my number five.
1: Not surprised. All right. I don't know. You're going to see how you take some of these. You might be a fan of this next one. And I know you could say, I know it doesn't meet your criteria because you, you pretty much could call him a single artist, but, and I've been digging into his catalog big time right now, Neil Young. He's definitely influential because he, he's the father of grunge, if you will but I love his acoustic and, and that kind of music. And he's putting out a lot of archival stuff right now, which I really enjoy. I've been buying that up and I love, but I love his hard rock stuff. I love that fuzz guitar and, and the, and the, um, the band that he, that he tours with has been with for several, many, many years, crazy horse. Mm-hmm. So he, and I was thinking about him, man, he goes from that quiet, you know, folky music right to hard, just jamming long jam rock stuff, which is big part of the, the rest of my list, but I'm a, yeah, I'm really enjoying and, and still digging into Neil Young. I've, I only know the Neil Young standards. Uh, I don't know. Any I'm of surprised at that. Yeah.
0: I know his, mm. I know his, um, yeah, the, I can't even, I can't, the even. Hits. Remember, yeah, the hits that that's it i just know the neil young hits and i definitely would not put him under hard rock because i don't know his hard rock stuff do and, you even
1: like like long jam kind of music how how do you mean i mean a song that goes over 10 minutes
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do I, I i it has its place it has it's place. Right. Like, yeah i mean i i think about i think about um free bird and like i said before stairway to heaven and iron maiden has some real i hear long some songs. jams
1: like cowgirls in the sand like the the heavy versions and uh down by the river some of those they, he's got right now out one of my next big purchases it's a rec- record of and they say it's it, it's in a really good period where he had some stuff coming out for ragged glory and it's just him and crazy horse just going full out jamming and i it's like record set so I'm. that's high on my list to get next so that's your number four number four Neil Neil Young. Young. my number four horse.
0: my number four is acdc and we talked right. a lot about acdc i i'm surprised right. i ranked acdc higher than you did uh, i think their staying power they meet See, all their criteria and they you don't know me well enough yeah i guess not maybe we should talk more often <laughs> the uh but acdc i mean just the the transition that they made from uh from bond scott to brian johnson uh was unprecedented yeah. in music I, I think that they just and they and they're influential uh they're a great stage show the the great music though the, they 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 latched on the for, uh, to a formula and stayed with it
1: and you know what band just popped in my head that you didn't even have in the 20 that you've listed off i don't think my consideration list yeah van halen I,
0: and I'll tell you why. I, I'll, I'll tell you. Why.
1: You just made me think of that from the David Lee Roth yep. transition to uh, Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar. Yep. Which was, I love those albums with Sammy Hagar. They're good. They're good. I think, I think Van Halen
0: went, went pop. Too pop for you. Yep. Okay. I think they're, I, while I like the song, I think their 1984 album uh, just went pop. I can, when yeah, they, I can
1: appreciate that.
0: When they opened up Jump with the synthesizers, i expected to hear i expected to hear classic but i know van halen and i heard the synthesizer i'm like uh,
3: yeah.
0: okay and it it took me a while to warm up to the song now i love the song it's a good song and i appreciate it for what it is but they lost me as a they kind of lost me as a as a You're hard hardcore rock band. i You're kind hardcore. of i could have put him on the van just for the power of eddie van halen's guitar playing right. the the, mm-hmm. the second greatest Guitar player of our ta- all, his, all time, I would
1: say. His creativity, which yep. I learned really
0: more after he died than I knew before. Definitely. Definitely. So number four was ACDC for me.
1: Good. All right. Uh, I, had, I got into this band kind of late in the game, unfortunately. It would kind of it would been pretty fun to go to some of their legendary band and live performances made their, made their living on the road. The Grateful Dead is at number three, Joe. And I am a huge like jam band. Don't forget, my list has a mixture of a lot of different genres. I didn't stick to you, but I, but we were talking hard rock though, right? I mean, we were, they are hard. Ah. No, I wasn't thinking hard rock. You said I could go to rock. I get it. You're fine. (laughs) The Grateful Dead. I, I, you know, I really appreciate one thing Jerry Garcia said when we play our music they let their they let their fans record their music. I just thought that was really fantastic and they Jerry said once we've played it it's it's for the fans. And they built that legendary road show and gave their their music to their fans and played for the fans. I mean they are just I mean talking about putting their heart and soul in their music. I do like kind of the country rock genre mm-hmm. absolutely. I like that I love the acoustic stuff I, and I love the jams. I love how it's kind of jazzy to some extent. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on in their music. And I, I always tell people I'm not a deadhead, but I really appreciate their music.
0: <laughs> I, I, I bet I've heard a lot of grateful dead music that I couldn't name. I can name, yeah. I can name one grateful dead song and that's touch of gray, uh, which is a decent song. Uh, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely would not put them in. The, yeah. Huh. They're not hard rock. No, no, I, I, I understand. I'm, but yeah, I mean, I guess they're more rock than the beach boys, but we won't talk about that either <laughs> and more hard, more rock than Jimmy Buffett. But yeah. I didn't, you, you talk about that whole country thing going on yeah. with them and they definitely have a country influence, uh, folksy country influence, but that's yes. why Leonard Skinner didn't make my list. Yep. is because i because i i thought about leonard skyndard i thought about uh, molly hatchet 38 special those bands and uh, i immediately <laughs> they, they were immediately removed from my consideration because of the rules that i had i mean they they i you have more rules than me definitely definitely rock would they be hard rock you know free bird is one of the great rock songs of all time right uh 38 special great in concert
1: you joe know, i I love Leonard Skinner too. I could have, they were definitely in consideration and go out to YouTube and find Freebird that was played in the UK, like the very first time they ever played it live to an audience. And it's a small, small venue. Like people are like sitting on the floor in front of them kind of thing. And their mouths are just dropped because they go into this multiple guitar attack mm-hmm. that is just mind blowing. And they're like, what in the world is this? <laughs> yeah. One of the great rock songs of our time, Freebird. Yep. Uh, but
0: that's why I didn't for the, uh, that's why they didn't make my list. All right. It's you're because, tough. It's because they, they kind of have that, that um, they're definitely Southern rock more the kind of a country feel like i said the the three bands that i i really like and i like all these bands uh, molly hatchet leonard yeah. skinnard 38 special molly hatchet's flirting with disaster is a great song he's got a great gravelly voice uh, by the way molly hatchet is is the band not the person uh, right. very similar to leonard skinnard right? <laughs> right there's no guy named molly hatchet i'm sure there is but anyway so that was your number three yeah. Grateful right, Dead. Grateful Dead. Number three, my number three, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Influential,
1: Tough. uh, classic easy, rock too easy, Joe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> classic rock, influential Robert Plant, uh, Pop. Jimmy page those songs. I mean, they, they really, they really, um, there, there's no doubt that, that Led Zeppelin is, is could easy, could easily be number one in most lists. But I have my own.
1: Yeah, um, I know these lists that come out, sometimes you're surprised. I always love to hear the top rock songs of all time on the radio. Some long weekend. Yeah. July 4th weekend or something. Of course, you know, uh, what's their famous song? <laughs> Just the brain fart. What's that? Led Zeppelin's number one rock song. Oh, oh, Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, yeah. everyone, you know, Stairway to Heaven's always the number one on that list and and it, it it I would say it's easily yeah not I easily so. I but agree with
0: it, the number one rock song of all time, I agree with it, yeah, uh, no argument,
1: yeah, yeah, so number three led zeppelin for me all right you you might give me a hard time i'm gonna I'm gonna fight for this one and and even for myself, sometimes I wonder, but i i I got you know the way it really creeped up for me. Is because each individual band member and how much I really enjoy their music too is the Beatles. And I know you're not, you're gonna fight me. I didn't know pop was, I couldn't go pop, but the Beatles, you can't argue their influence. They've no way. You every, can't argue. Every single, they've influenced everybody. And they were eclectic for their, they took, I mean, yeah, they were real pop when they started. And I love a lot of those pop songs. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. But when they went into Sergeant Peppers and Rubber Soul and, and just those psychedelic kind of, and the lyrics, for, I mean, I love John Lennon. I'm a huge, even, you know, like I said, I think what really influenced me that put, I had to put them up higher because I loved the records from, from John. And I mean, even Ringo, I like his, sure. I saw Ringo live in mean, I, and, and uh, George Harrison. I really want to get some. Uh, all things must pass just the individual talent. And I mean, just lightning striking with four band members with so much talent. And yeah, I got to put the Beatles number
0: two. If it's a, if I I would agree with you, if it is a, if it is a rock list, yeah, uh, I would definitely agree with you. Uh, Staying power, staying power influence. uh, You know, their early stuff was poppy, but it was, it was, it was, it wasn't poppy for the time. It was very controversial for the time. Uh, the the in, Sergeant Pepper's that that album changed the way people recorded music, right. and and what they felt that they could do, uh, and great music. I, I was just listening to some Beatles music uh, yesterday uh, mm-hmm. on my way home. Uh, I love love the long and winding road that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the stuff that you would expect. Let it be just a a, a very You cannot listen to that song and just not be kind of life reflective, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh, You've heard
1: those songs your whole life. Yeah.
0: Right. Let it be. um, What was the other song that I really um, mm, get back is what I listened to. I listened to those three songs on my way home. Get back. Uh, right. Get, yeah. Get Back was, uh, was one of my early, early, early favorite songs when I was a little kid. My, yeah. In fact, my first, this is interesting, my first favorite song that I can remember is When I'm 64. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's my first favorite song that I can wow. remember because when wow. I was a kid, I was four years old when yeah. somebody in my house was listening to it, and I loved the idea that it said four because I was four, <laughs> I and I l- loved that song ever since, When I'm 64.
1: Wait. You make me think of a. Remember those little cassette players that you could record your voice? but yeah. You could play your cassettes in? Was you like have to hit little... record
0: and play at the same time?
1: <laughs> yeah. I had a Beatles cassette that I played over and over again. It was like a, a hits kind of cassette. Yeah. That's so, yeah. It's, if you're going to if you're gonna
0: talk about rock, just without yeah. and, and eliminate the hard rock, the Beatles, is, they're a solid number two. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Thank they, you. They certainly. You can't you cannot deny their influence great music uh, recognizable staying power fantastic music. I love the Beatles. Love their All stuff. Right. Love their I'm stuff.
1: Good. All right, we got some agreement there. Now on number the two. complete opposite i
0: opposite side of the spectrum from the Beatles, my number 2 is Black Sabbath/Ozzy slash Osbourne. Oh, you had oh, that's cheating. No, <laughs> and I, and, I, and I and I say because Ozzy Osbourne was the, the, was, the lead sa- was the lead singer for Black Sabbath. Uh, so it's kind of the Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne was the lead singer for Black Sabbath. So it's kind of that yeah, when, when they were with, when Ozzy was there. Uh, but yeah, that's maybe a little bit of cheating because I mentioned Ozzy Osbourne. But just because I said the name doesn't mean I'm, I'm really yep. talking about Black Sabbath. Number two, uh, the, first, the first real heavy metal uh, album. Yeah, And their influence can be found through hard rock
1: from that moment on. Oh, for sure. And I think Ozzy was more influential to me. I don't think I really was into Black Sabbath as a kid at all, but I did like, I, I immediately took to Ozzy's music that, you know, he hit it big when he left.
0: Blizzard of Oz was his
1: big album. Yeah. That that Yeah. A couple of big albums there right out of the gate that just skyrocketed him.
0: So playing for, he, this guy started off with, uh, Quiet Riot, I believe. Yeah, I think he started off with Quiet Riot, and then he started. and Then he played for Ozzy, arguably the single greatest guitar player in in history. I would say, at least in hard rock history, mm-hmm. is Randy Rhodes, yep. uh fantastic guitar player, Un- just crazy. Who you know who also was a guitar player who who it, when you talk to insiders. He's a Christian guitar player. His name's Phil Cagie, and he he's a great guitar player as well. But we, we went down this. I went down this tangent because mm-hmm. of talking about Ozzy Osbourne and Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes played for played in Ozzy's band, but Black Sabbath just had so much influence. Their 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 music can be found uh, in 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 hard rock music that that's coming out right now
1: yeah uh, just when i started my list we were talking about doing hard rock i think for, at first and i was they were about my number one black sabbath yeah for hard rock yeah yep definitely And i I would have cheated too and thrown ozzy in there yeah. for the solo <laughs> material <laughs> <laughs> love funny. love ozzy well He's here we are character too oh
0: yeah yeah my yeah ozzy, i mean you're talking about the the biting off of a bat's head
1: and, but, and you know it's just- down to earth i love the blue collar down to
0: earth he's
1: just, uh, he seems approachable. Even. He definitely seems approachable when he can remember
0: who he is. And
1: <laughs> there is that lovable character? And he,
0: yeah, lovable. It's, it's so funny to hear him sing and talk because oh my when gosh. he sings, you can not, you understand every single word when he talks have, about
1: great rock. I don't think you mentioned him in the great rock voices, but I oh, yeah, love definitely. his,
0: I yep. love his, his vocal. Yep. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, you can Bunch understand, you can't stuff. under, when he's talking, you have no <laughs> idea what he's saying. When he's singing, you know, every word, right? <laughs>
1: That's so um, funny. Unbelievable. You're gonna I was, kinda, I was kind of I was kind of holding my tongue as you were talking about <laughs> you wouldn't include Leonard Skinnerd and Molly Hatchet. And you know who my number one oh, rock band is Almond Brothers band. Almond Brothers is your number one. Almond Brothers Band. I am I have been obsessed with Almond Brothers band for many, many years. And this is about the same time I think I was thinking about the Bob Marley obsession that started when I came back from my honeymoon. I think my, my wife had a cassette of the Allman Brothers. Like, oh, I really like that stuff. I didn't really listen to it much as a kid. And I got a copy of Live at Fillmore. And oh, my gosh, I played Live at Fillmore over and over and over again. Again, back to my interest in long jams and, and Greg Allman. Uh, I've, and even his solo material and the other bands, I've, I've seen them a few times before Greg has recently, we've lost Greg. I've talked about the government mule Mm -hmm. and Warren Haynes, and they really started my, my interest into more of the jam band. And, uh, and I I don't really, you know, it's funny. I think the, the Southern bands would would argue with you, Joe, they're not Southern bands. They are rock bands (laughs) first. They just come from the South. (laughs) Yeah. But the blues, I think I, I have a big appreciation of the blues because I love, I, I, I would like to put even Eric Clapton and all his different uh, bands in there. But uh, I have been obsessed and I really like their, when they, you know, they kind of lost, uh, when they brought back other versions of the band, I really liked uh, the Derek Trucks and, and the Warren Haynes version and then Dickie Betts, of course, and all that group. i deep into the Allman Brothers band i'm surprised i knew that would shock uh, you
0: it 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 absolutely you didn't know that me. about me uh, i did not know that i would not put almond brothers in the top 30 <laughs> i i just wouldn't i, I you know they're, they're good i appreciate their music and i think they have some good stuff but do
1: you not not do you not know the blues i but the, the blues are the blues
0: right i get it i get I it. like the white man blues yeah i i get it i get the blues are the blues but I certainly would not, have, would not have put them even, like I said, even in the top 30. Maybe not even the top 50, but I think that's being a little too rough. Oh. The, the just, I think they were very influential. But gosh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I, I guess because when I look at my rules, they would not even come close to my rules.
1: No. Um, I didn't follow your rules, yeah, Joe.
0: Yeah, you have your own rules. I should have sent you the rules to begin with. You know
1: who Dwayne Allman is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how influential he was? Of, of to Rock music. <laughs> of course. And he, you know he died in his twenties too. I know. Which is another thing. Just Greg Allman had such a tragic life. You know their their father was murdered when they were young. <laughs> so I mean, come my blues. They're, yeah, yeah. a tragic life.
0: They are certainly coming to their music with experience, right?
1: Yeah, they, they paid their dues, too. Uh, again, another unbelievably live band to see and great following. So, yeah, you there have, you go.
0: You have, sh- you have shaken the list world, the rock <laughs> list world with Almond Brothers at number one. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So, any, anybody who knows me, uh, anybody that has listened to the show on, on occasion will know that this is my favorite band. And for good reason, you probably know what I'm about to say, Kurt, right? This will come as no surprise to you. I know this one. Number one band, rock band of all time, Garth Brooks. (laughs) Nope, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I love Garth
3: Brooks.
0: (laughs) I love Garth Brooks. He's my single favorite. He's my single favorite uh, act. Artist. musical act yeah. of all time artist of all time
1: oh okay uh, I, I don't love, think I would have no, I don't know that I would have guessed that yep, yep, definitely
0: and uh he's the Garth Brooks is a soundtrack of my soundtrack of my life yeah uh, as a as a as a father, as a husband. my family just loves Garth Brooks, but they're he's not my number one. Let's be clear. Garth Brooks is not my number one. <laughs> my number one hard rock band of all time, and I'll make this I'll make a good argument. Iron Maiden
1: I knew it was well I already knew that yeah. that was one thing I knew about you I didn't know the Maiden. rest of the list yeah.
0: uh, there is no doubt when you when you combine w- when you look at my criteria and I and just to be fair, I came to the criteria first before I made my list I knew Iron Maiden would be up there uh, but I didn't I wasn't sure they would be number one actually I oh. thought number <laughs> one would be Led Zeppelin uh, I thought number one would be Led Zeppelin but when you think about when you think about staying power, influence, uh, mainstream success, uh, consistently hard rock, never they were true, always true to their genre. Um, clearly not pop, and they're not a hair band. When you look at the talent in this group, from uh, Dave Murray and Adrian Smith as on, on guitar, Nico McBrain uh, on drums uh, Steve Harris on bass. Those guys would appear if you, if you take, if you take a list and say, okay, greatest guitar players in rock and roll, Dave Murray and Adrian Smith would definitely appear on there. Okay. Mm. One of the great bass players of, uh, in rock and roll, Steve Harris would appear on the list somewhere. One of the great drummers, maybe not as high on the list as, as, as I would say, but one of the great drummers, uh, in rock and roll, Nico McBrain is Crazy good. Okay. Those guys would appear on every single list for my money and definitely would appear on, on, on the list of rock vocalists, lead singers, Bruce Dickinson is second to none by far. Mm. Uh, Clearly the, the, the greatest rock voice, especially if you, if you put heavy metal in there, he has just, he has a voice that wails. (laughs) whales and his his range is great he's able to do a ballot sound and he's able to just crush it when it comes to hard hard music uh
1: i don't know he's kind of opera like an opera singer
0: oh he's fantastic he he is fantastic (laughs) you're right uh he's like an air raid siren and (laughs) his 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 range is tremendous so when when you couple that when you couple that with the, just the the raw talent in this group you you couple that with all my other criteria and you put on top of that you put on top of that the best stage show in in when it comes to theatrics when it comes to how they sound live how they uh, uh how they work the audience and the audience that shows up for them by far the best stage show in, well, you're in, such in a salesman joe so in you're inspiring
1: you've already inspired me because you've talked about them to me before and i've i'm really interested in digging into and again my record store exploits of late i am I'm motivated to go deeper i have never got deep into their catalog at all I, they I'm are much new. more
0: they are much more they have a uh, a much more prog rock
1: than i like what, that too than what yeah. you would think i like prog rock yeah. like i had a hard time keeping like yes out of the, my list because mm-hmm. i because i like and even i've been listening to a lot of jethro toll these lately too so ian anderson's a nut dude yeah jethro so i Tull. like i like the prog i you know i've got an eclectic kind of list of of music that i like but so i'm int- i'm very actually i'm i'm, I'm not going to fight you on these because i you know whatever mood you're in go you know you don't you know that's fun, kind of funny about these lists right you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to just listen to one thing and I, well, how are we going to fight for your top five? I'll tell you what, the only thing I want to do, because you're, st- you're, you're, you're motivating. me to stay hard. I want ACDC and rush in my top five. Oh, but that that's fair. Race. Let's put ACDC and rush in the top five. That's, easy. I'd give you Led Zeppelin and for sure. Black Sabbath. I'm a big fan of both of those.
0: Okay. So we have, so we have, uh, ACDC, Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath in the top five, right? Yeah, that's okay. four of them. So that's four of them in the top five. ACDC. And you got?
1: I got to give you Iron Maiden. Hey, you made a great argument. Like it's your show. I, it is my show, but let's. I think
0: I think you're being too kind to me with Iron Maiden.
1: I don't know Iron uh, Iron Maiden very well, and maybe that's why. If you wanted to negotiate, they would have to come down, and I would put Black Sabbath and. Led Zeppelin well, let's, let's
0: put, let's Ze- uh, here's, here's what I will say. If we keep Iron Maiden, let's put Led Zeppelin at number one. Yeah. Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. Um, in my top, in my top five were guns and roses. Are, are you giving me anything uh, with guns and roses?
1: Uh, no, I'm a big fan. I I'm just, you know, if you use your criteria of staying power, okay. Okay. You, that's fair. you can't, you can't keep them in there. Who, who do you want to do see a rush? ACDC and rush. I mean, and even black Sabbath has tried at least for the money to stay together. (laughs) Who would
0: you put in your, who would you put in your, who did you have on your list that we've not mentioned yet that you would, that you want to fight for to put in the top five?
1: No, I've said ACDC and rush. That's okay. Anybody that I didn't have,
2: uh, I had rush at number six.
3: Well,
0: I'm good. How about, so we've got four of the five, right? Yeah. Is that right? ACDC, yeah. Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden. So we have four of the five. What do you think about the who? Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan.
0: Hmm. Uh, the who, who didn't appear on your top 10 list. So who, who would no. you, who do you have on your top 10 list that you would like to bump up to, to five? Ooh.
1: And that, and I would put Neil Young but you don't know him at all. That's hard. Okay. If, you, to if, you're gonna, if you're going to
0: give me if, if, okay. <laughs> Neil young. If you're telling me, I'm going to trust you here. If you telling me he has some good, hard stuff. Yeah. Just absolutely. like iron maiden. You've not heard a lot of iron maiden. Yeah. Um, but if he's got some good, hard stuff, let's put him at number five. All right. Okay. So here's our, here's our top five. Number five, Neil young. Yeah, number four.
2: What do you think? I put Rush.
0: Rush, okay. Yeah. Well, we might have more than number five. That's here. six, I think. Yeah, that's six. <laughs> I forgot about Rush. So we have our top five. Yeah. No. Okay. So let's call number five. Let's give a top five honorable mention to Neil Young. Yeah. Just because I like you. Um, <laughs> number. So number five, Rush. All those. They got some synthesizers in there. I I I get it. The big, hugely influential. Number five, Rush. Number four, Iron Maiden. Is that fair? Oh, oh, you're well, okay. Yeah. I'll I'll take them down to number four because I think these I think these top three, I think we can agree on more. A C D C number three. A C D C number three, right? Yeah. Yeah. A C D C number three. Um now where do you go, Black Sabbath or? I, I think Led it's Zeppelin? clear. I mean, I think Black Sabbath would be number two.
1: All right, and I'm, and but people argue the one and two there over and over again. The Hard Rock, right? For because sure. I think that more
0: people, if just generally, just generally, yeah, more people would 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 know and appreciate and understand and have listened to more Led Zeppelin than Black Sabbath.
1: I think Led Zeppelin has a deeper catalog of. Yep. Um, of songs that are just, yeah. I mean, there are albums. There's so many albums there. The whole albums are really good. Uh, black. I was surprised. I, 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 remember when, uh, uh, Napster came out, I downloaded like all of black Sabbath albums. <laughs> was like, wow, these are really good. Oh yeah. When you think about, about, uh, Iron Man
0: and, uh, paranoid and war pigs, and some of those songs are just finastic. They have. They I mean, have, the
1: albums are good too, though.
0: They have, they have one song called Sweet Leaf. We know oh, what yeah. that's about. It start, I love that song. It starts off like, <laughs> like that. The first time I played it my, for my kids, they were laughing at me for it. Yeah. But Sweet that's Leaf is a, is a good song. Yeah. So let's put Black Sabbath at number two and Led Zeppelin at number one. Is like that fair? It.
1: It's a good list. Very fair.
0: So again, again, let's make sure we we have this, we have this right. Number five rush. Yep. Number
2: four, iron maiden. Number three, ACDC.
0: Number two, black Sabbath. And number one, Led
1: Zeppelin. Yeah. I'm going to dig into some, I promise you, I will try some iron maiden. And right, I promise you, I will
0: it. try some Neil young, try some Neil young on Give your spot. You send
1: me, you send me,
0: Three Neil Young songs that I haven't heard, and all I'll right. send you three Iron Maiden songs. All right. To listen to. Is that fair enough? That's awesome. You realize we're an hour and a half into this show right now? I believe it. Into the recording of this show? By it's far. Like show. By far the longest show I've ever done. I, uh, I'm honored. Uh, by far all while. You should be honored just to be here with me. <laughs> the- <laughs> you know What's what? that saying? What's that saying you always say? Yeah. You're Kurt, you're. Um, Oh my gosh. What am I talking? I say it all the time. You're Just humbled. a second. Your, your, your greatness is only overshadowed by your humility. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Let's go ahead and wrap up with a quote. Do you mind if we, we do quote? Yeah, let's, let's do our let, quote. Let's wrap up with a quote and I'm going to give this one to you, Kurt. You right. share with us your, your favorite quote or a quote that I you love think quotes. is significant. I love that and part of your show and I love quotes. Before we do that, it, it, let us know because, because, uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll announce your presence on this show to your group. Let us know what your top five rock songs are. I know I'll hear from uh, a few uh, a few standard uh, people rock who reach bands. out to me all the time. Rock, yeah, rock bands of all time. What did I say? You said songs, songs. Excuse me. Your your top five rock bands, and let us know, and I'll and I'll share that list with Kurt, and we might chat about it at another time.
1: Uh, that awesome. being said, Kurt, let's go ahead and hear your quote. This is one of my favorite quotes of all time. I love listening to your quotes when you do them and you, you come up with some great ones. So let's see if you've heard this one. This is from Mark Twain. It is better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to talk and remove all doubt.
2: I'm not That's saying like anything. I hear? agree,
0: man. That is a great <laughs> quote. How many times have we been in meetings, Kurt? Not together. Uh, but how many times have we been in a business meeting and there's that one guy that just can't stop jabbering and he's <laughs> saying nothing and everyone looks at him like, what a fool. And then there's yeah. al- there's all there's always that one guy probably towards the last third of the meeting or the last 10 minutes of the meeting right. says one or two things
1: that are profound. Exactly. That you're like, well, where have you been the whole meeting, dude? Yeah. I've always said I'm kind of an introvert and that's why this quote really struck me so so deeply and and there are times when i talk and talk and talk and don't listen and there's there's times where i'm very analytic and i'm listening deep and i want to say something either interesting or maybe profound or thoughtful instead of just running my mouth and i appreciate people that say things (laughs) instead of just running in their mouth
0: you know you're right, I mean, how many times have we been in a group, and you can tell somebody is just just talking to to try to be relevant to yeah. try to make themselves 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 relevant or be significant somehow, and just share your just share the wisdom that you have in one or two sentences and move on right
1: yeah i I, just, I want to just listen in and then if I can offer something that is beneficial to the conversation then i want to offer it but if i don't have anything to say i want to just keep my mouth shut because because how many i i
0: am guilty of i am guilty of repeating myself uh, other than that i'm guilty of when i'm listening to somebody thinking about what i'm going to say that's a common, really listening to somebody
1: common, yeah it's a common thing yep and I'm, I'm always great. I mean, I'm all over the place sometimes and people tell me on my podcast, I interrupt them and I have, I spend more time, but I'm, I'm interested in the conversation. I think being an active listener was always an interesting thing that people taught you to do. Act like you're interested or act like you're be interested and listen and to acknowledge them, but to repeat back what some of the things that they say,
0: Stephen Covey has a really good or has a really good technique in his uh, seven habits of highly effective people about um, listening to understand instead of being understood something Mm. like that. That's one of the habits. Um, Mm. But he talks about listening and he talks about this, this real skill, this technique of reflective listening where instead of trying to figure out what you're going to say, your goal is to understand what somebody is saying and then repeat it back to them in a different in kind of in a in a different way and mm-hmm. sometimes you can you can just repeat it back to them and it really gives them oxygen it gives them air to mm-hmm. express express themselves even more and it's a great it's a great way of having having a conversation uh and sometimes you can feel that you feel like you're techniquing your way and you're not being authentic but what can be more authentic than then repeating back to somebody what they've already said Mm. so you can understand
1: I am interested in what people have to say yeah and I I love that I think both of you and I do a pretty good job in our interviewing mine's more of a conversation on my podcast which I've said to people I'm not interviewing anybody I'm I'm having I'm having a conversation and but I want to make sure I listen especially in the show, you want to either ask a question, to get a response, to dig deeper and, and show your experience and let the audience know who you are. But I don't want to just talk <laughs> for the sake of talking.
0: You, you clearly have a, have, a, have a knack for uh, moving a conversation along and giving people space to talk while still interjecting what you, what you have to say about, about the subject. In many ways, and I don't mean this, and and I don't mean this jokingly. In many ways, you are kind of the anybody who is familiar with podcasts will know what I'm saying. In the Disney world, because of because of the conversations that you carry in the Disney podcast world, you you are kind of the Joe Rogan of of Disney podcasts because you you have these long epic shows uh, where you (laughs) you bring a guest on to talk about Disney to talk about that subject, and you explore many different uh, many different, um, subjects within Disney in your show. So yeah, well you do it. You, you do have a good show, brother. I'm not just blowing smoke. It's just, it's a good show.
1: Well, thanks. And I've always enjoyed your
0: technique. I love that. I love that Fair. quote. Mark Twain is always good for a good quote. Um, so yeah, thanks for sharing that with us. It's, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. Let's go ahead and wrap it up right there. Do you mind, Kurt? No, I'll be quiet. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, You know, let's let's wrap this up uh, right there. You know the reason I do this show, Kurt? I do this show because I love talking to you. That's the reason I do the show. I do it every single day. I talk into this microphone because I love talking to you. It's the highlight of my day. If I'm not hanging out with my grandkids, my kids, or my wife, you're my favorite thing. I'm telling you that right now. I also do the show so I can become a better podcaster. I do a little show called On Faith's Edge that that was, is in a sort of hiatus. I did a show recently, but my whole goal is just to become a better podcaster because I love this art. I love this craft. I love what we do here. Come onto the mic and, and talk about our ideas and talk about our passions and I want to become a better podcaster. And you can help me with that. Kurt, you always give me good feedback. Uh, several other listeners always give me good feedback, and I appreciate it so much. And if you want to give me feedback, it would mean a lot to me. Email me at joe at the or you can send me a text at 513-399-6468. Uh, either one of those is fine. If you just want to say hi, that puts gas in my tank. I love to hear from listeners. If you just want to say hi, that's, that's good enough. But if you want to give me a kind critique, a kind criticism, I really, really want to hear that. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you want to talk about and want me to talk about. And I will certainly do that. And if you like listening to the show, just share it with some friends, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of those would be great. And if you, if you remember to use the hashtag simple, Joe is my friend, I would like that as well. And if you want cool, very cool, simple Joe stuff, go to simplejoe.com, the simplejoe.com. Let me make that clear the simplejoe.com slash store. Remember, memories are better than stuff. Kurt, I have some great memories talking to you, man, and I will cherish those forever. You could send me all the mugs. You could send me all the gift cards if you want to. You could send, <laughs> Kurt, you could send me anything you want, and I would. I would not take any of those, any of those in exchange for the memories that we've shared, talking to each other Saturday morning and meeting at Disney and, and hanging out together, man. Memories are better than stuff, dude.
1: Yeah, I agree. I love that that you say that. And I'm so glad I've been your friend.
0: Yeah. You (laughs) are my friend. friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you, man. Thank you,
0: everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you. I love you, Kurt, but not in a weird way. I know. Talk to you tomorrow. Take care.